What's poppin' y'all? It's your man, James. Say what, Sales Buckley, and this is the first episode of Make It Happen Mondays in 2021. I'm here with our hosts for today's episode, our own John Barrows and Mr. Morgan J. Ingram. We want to give a shout out to all our partners who supported us through 2020. Thanks for all that you do. Salesloft, Gong, Vanillasoft, Vidyard, Proposify, ZoomInfo, LoomCube, and Rise. We couldn't have made it through the year without you. Today, John and Morgan connect to discuss the ups and downs of what could be called one of the strangest years in world history. What happened? What changed? And because of all that we learned through that crazy 52-week shit show, what will be different this year? We've accomplished so much in the face of so much adversity, and we would not have been able to help as many people in 2020 were it not for you, our loyal audience. From all of us here at JB Sales, thanks for sticking with us last year. We know it was a tough year for a lot of you, but we made it through it all together. You can now follow JB Sales on Instagram for all of our sales tips, techniques, clips, and suggestions. Just search JB Sales Training, all one word, and we'll see you on the gram. You can also visit ondemand.jbarrows.com to subscribe to all our training and make 2021 the best sales year ever. The skills, courses, and content at JB Sales On Demand will provide the structure, process, and actionable takeaways that will push you through 2021 as the top sales performer at your organization. Subscribe today, that URL again, ondemand.jbarrows.com. Let's get into it with John and Morgan. Take it away, my friends. Good afternoon, everybody. This is John Barrows. Make it up on Monday. Hopefully, you had a fantastic weekend. Ah, what a fucking year. <laughs> um, this, uh, this, uh, we, you know what, we ended up decided to, to get Morgan and I back together on this one and, and just chat and rap here about the, the year that was, holy shit, and, and also what, we, what we're looking forward to next year. So Morgan, what's up, my friend? How you doing, man? What's happening? Hey. Doing good. You know, the year is almost over. So <laughs> counting down the God. days. Like yeah. 2021, here we go. Yeah, really, man. I mean, it I mean, talk about a fucked up year. I don't even know how to put this year in perspective here at this point, because so much fucked up stuff happens. Yeah. Um, but also a lot of positive things happened, right? So for those of you listening, um, you know, this one's not gonna be safe for work. So if you're listening to this on speaker, uh, maybe put your kids out of the room because I'm gonna be stoned. I'm gonna be stoned on this one. I'm smoking weed right now. Everybody knows I'm a stoner, so it is what it is. Um, but yeah, let's 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 talk here, Morgan. Um, what I guess what did, what was your biggest takeaway from this year? And and it doesn't have to be business wise. Like what what was your biggest takeaway from this fucked up year of yours, of ours, of everybody's? I think I, I would say if it had to be the the biggest one of all, it was how important it is to lean on the support and the loved ones that you have. And yeah. I would say from my perspective and even your perspective, right, of mm -hmm. continuously just going at it and you are obviously focused on supporting others. So you almost at the same time don't want to ask for that support because like you're yeah. just on go mode and you're like, I, I got yeah. it. And when you basically are like, nope, no plane, <laughs> no, no Lyft, Uber, no hotel, yeah. like yeah. It, you're not in front of people, like it changes your perspective and you realize, whoa, I haven't talked to this person in months. Yeah, I don't I haven't talked to my parents about anything except for, hey, pick me up at the airport. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like it's just like you realize like how many how much how much you were missing out in valuable conversations and then you also saw how short life is 
you know? And I told John this the other day, like I had a friend pass away from cancer and we were friends in high school. And this is like the first time I've had someone. That, just happen- that just happened. It too, just right? happened. Right. Yeah. It yeah. just happened like a couple days. So it's like, whoa, like I hadn't talked to him in like three years, but we were cool. And it's like, dang, like our, our 10 year reunion is next year. Yeah. Right. And I was like, be like looking forward to seeing him and like, I won't. And so, mm-hmm. and then obviously like, RIP Kobe and so many other deaths, right? Just happened. Mm-hmm. And you're like, it's like, especially for like how we grew up, like for you, John, it's Michael Jordan. For us, it was Kobe. Yep. Like to yeah. see him die is like, like what? you just don't think he's going to die. You're like, yeah. he's just going to live on forever. And so those things put things in perspective that like, all right, the people that support you, the people that like truly do love you, like they're, it's a very small amount of people, but you need to, dig deep and build those relationships, really care for them, reach out and all that stuff. And so I spent more time with my parents than I think I've had in a very long time. I think I've spent more time with my close friends than I ever had before. And it was really not focused on, hey, let me talk about work. It was like just about them and their lives and what was going on. And that that's probably been the most healthy thing for me because yeah. it's not something I'm normally prone to. I'm like, yo, what's the next goal that we <laughs> right. have to hit, right? Like, where yep. are we going? Like, I'm I'm, I'm there, but I'm not really mentally there in those conversations. That was the biggest takeaway, because I think without, if this didn't happen, I don't, I don't think I'd be saying this. Yeah, I mean, just keep going, right? I mean, I'm, I think we're, like you said, pretty similar in the sense I'm always go, 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 go. And I, you know, I try to stop and smell the roses every once in a while. And, you know, I try to force myself to take vacations. But I'll tell you right now, like if Kim, uh, you know, she's the one who forces me to stop, my wife, right? Um, she's the one who forces the vacation. She's the one who forces, and, and I couldn't be happier that she does. Because if not, I'd, I, I mean, burnout is a real thing. And you don't really realize it until it hits you. Like, I mean, this year I had a health scare, you know, and, and I mean, not, you know, I fucked up my ankles, but that's a different story. But, you know, all of a sudden out of nowhere at 45 years old, I got high blood pressure and, you know, like, like some things I got to start thinking about. Right. And, you know, my mom and my, or I'm sorry, my dad and my sister uh, both had heart problems. So now all, all of a sudden I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Okay. I got to start taking care of myself. Um, and also, you know, to your point on the, on the death side or people getting sick and stuff like it's kind of, it's sad that right now a lot of people still don't think COVID's a thing and it's real until they get impacted by it, right? Until some of, one of their family members gets sick, until one of, you know what I mean? Somebody dies. And I just hope that this is, you know, this year is one of those years that puts people in a position that, that they don't wait until that. And, and, you know, they, they, they reach out to the people that they cared about and, and make those connections stronger than they were. Cause I've lost, I don't want to say, you know, a lot of friends, but I've definitely lost a good amount of connections, if you will, over the past year or two for various reasons, because either A, they showed their true colors. um, And I always say like in downtimes, you, you know, people are going to remember how they, how you treat them. And usually your true colors do shine in, in bad times. And, you know, there were some people, some customers, uh, some partners who show their true colors, unfortunately. Right. And, and I'm actually really happy they did Yeah, absolutely. because it, it, it removed the burden from me giving a shit about them. Uh, cause I only really give a shit. Uh, I mean, we had this one that, that kind of took off on LinkedIn about the give a shit factor. Right. I've, I've committed myself. I really only give a shit about people who give a shit. Right. I mean, if you care, I'm in, but if you don't, fuck off whatever like yeah i got no time for you i mean and i say that and and people listen to this if like if you've been trained by us or whatever i say that for clients too reps too 
if you're sitting in that training and you're like when we're doing the zoom sessions right and you know you got i don't know about you but like say there's 30 people on a zoom session inevitably i mean unless the the executive like forces them all right yeah probably 10 to 15 you know at best 10 or so throw their video up the other 20 some odd are always on you video know not on video and I don't give a fuck about those people. I literally tell them. I, I, I don't know. If, like I've started my trainings to be like, look, if your video isn't on right now, I'm not training you because that tells me you don't give a shit about being engaged here. So whatever, right? And and it's the same thing with friends. Like you know, I've had people that have I've reached out to purposefully because I'm like, man, I haven't talked to that motherfucker in a long time, mm-hmm. and and you know, I I want to. Not like I have. Not like I feel like I'm obligated to or I have to. It's just no. Yeah. no I realize who important who in my life is important, and I mean people I haven't talked to in years. You know what I mean? Like I was reaching out to them this year, being like, "Hey, man, I miss you. Like I want to catch up." Those type of things, and the other people just fell by the wayside, and and I'm I'm fine with that. So I I think the silver lining is, ah, shit. I I think you and I had this conversation early when this happened, like when COVID was really hitting. Mm-hmm. Was the silver lining this whole thing? Is my my hope is is it's like this forcing function for people to realize what's important like what's really important to them and who's really important to them and everything else but you know we, I, we can all hope right yeah I, i've that's really critical is that because you're in an environment where you can't go out and there's no escapisms you know i was telling people like you have to look yourself in the mirror now yep. you you can't just go out <laughs> or go to a concert or a festival and be like all right I'll, I'll figure it out it's like you are sitting there with either your family and you realize, oh, wait, hold up. I really don't like my <laughs> wife that much. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, unfortunately, right? Right, yep. right. A lot of people, they were like, I don't really like you. I remember yep. my friend, he was like dating his girlfriend. He was like, yeah, I hung out with her actually 14 days straight and realized I don't really like this person. And like, the thing is like, that's real. However, I think what it's done is it's created a, a humanity awakening. I, I yep. feel like, and people have really opened themselves up to where, yeah, there's a lot of people that I don't talk to anymore, but at the same time, there's a lot of people I talk to more because of what's happened, mm-hmm. because I realized like, oh, that's a that's a real one over there. Like I didn't right. even know, and I wouldn't have known if this all didn't happen. We just would have never connected. I would have never hopped on Zoom with them. I would have right. probably been on the road and been like, whatever, right? You can hit me up. So I think that's a, a huge perspective across the board. I think everyone should focus on that is be like, you probably gained more respect for people coming out of this for the people that show their true colors like you said it's kind of like all right like you know Mm -hmm. it is what it is and uh one thing i will encourage you all to do i did this on and i did it in may and it's from jesse alzer so he is the owner of lena hawks he's also married Mm -hmm. to sarah blakely who spanks and Mm -hmm. he said hey for 30 days reach out to one or two people and just say how grateful you are for them no ask don't ask for business right this is not a prospecting technique i'm telling you guys like just solely reach out to them and just say, hey, I'm grateful for you. And this is why. And leave it at that. Yeah. And I did that with like 30, 40 people. And it was it was awesome. It was an awesome feeling to do it. Like yeah. after you did it, even if they didn't respond or not, like you just felt better. And mm-hmm. a lot of people just came back and they were like, oh, yeah, like I'm grateful for you. And this is why. And then now I can go reconnect with those people. But those little things go a long way. That takes what, like 10 seconds to do? Like not if even, that, yeah. nothing crazy. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it's kind of like I always say at the end of the podcast, right? Go out there and make somebody smile today, right? Because if you do, yep. 
even if you had a shitty day, you know, if you, if you can put that smile on somebody's face, even with a small little, Hey, been thinking about you video text, whatever it is that, and also what, what I don't, you know, what I don't think people realize is how timely a lot of that stuff ends up being for some people. Yeah. Right? I, don't, I don't know if you got these type of responses, but I've done that t- something similar, not as, as extensive, but I've done that something similar before. And, and in, in, inevitably I'll get back, man, I needed that today. You know what I mean? Like you, mm-hmm. you, you have no idea how much I needed that little, like, cause people are going through some shit right now. Yep. You know what I mean? Like people are going some, through some real tough stuff and, and just that nice little, Hey, thinking about you type, like you have no idea how the, how positive of an impact that can be. I mean, my buddy who lives with us now, I mean, that, that's how, that's what happened is I called him. This was before COVID, uh, mm-hmm. But uh, I was just, you know, he's a friend of mine. I talked to him a decent amount. But I called him up one day and I was like, hey, is everything all right? Or no, I texted him because I had been texting him back and forth. And he was yep. like, he was, he's usually pretty good at, at getting back to me. And then one day I texted him and he didn't get back to me. And all I said was, hey, man, is everything all right? And I didn't realize, I didn't realize, like, I, I was just kind of assuming, hey, you know, you slammed, you're busy or whatever. But I was like, hey, everything all right? And he called me immediately and he's like, why did you ask me that question? I was like, I don't know, man, I've been thinking about you. And, you know, usually you're pretty on point with getting back to me on stuff and and you didn't. And he goes, actually, I'm not. Everything isn't all right. And I was like, what's up? And he tells me his wife's divorcing him. She's, you know, all like taking him for basically everything. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. So I was, and he was like, I mean, like. About to run his truck into a tree, like literally at that point when I texted him. And I was like, get your ass over to my house. I'm like, do not be alone right now. I go, get your ass over here. I'll, I'll, whatever. And just like, you don't have to talk to me about it. I'm like, just come over here. Let's have a drink. You know, let, let's just, I need, you need to be around other people right now. For sure. And he was like, so he came over and, you know, and one thing led to another, uh, you know, he's living with us now just to try to get him back on his feet. But I mean, those type of things go, if you can, it, it, and it doesn't take money. It doesn't take a house. It doesn't take, it, t- it takes a, a phone <laughs> and, and, a, and a, and a couple of thumbs. Well, yeah, you know what I mean? Crazy. So, you know, I Unless know you're like are, me and you like sending voice notes, but yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah that's the thing still, man. You cracked me up on that too. Still can't figure out how to respond with a voice. Like there's sometimes I can respond with a voice note and sometimes I can't. I'm like, what in the fuck? How, I, I feel like an idiot that I can't do that. Anyways. <laughs> um, what was it? What was your highlight from the year from a business standpoint for you? Like, like from your, from a career and, and development and, and results or whatever, like what was a highlight? I don't want to talk about the negative shit. Like, let's yeah. talk about like the positive things that you pulled out from this year for you business, from a business standpoint. Yeah. I, I, I would say it was, it was just the ability to adjust and also at the same time, consistently get into deals and consistently close deals. And I'll, I'll go a little bit deeper than that. Yeah, yeah. So my whole thing was obviously as soon as everything hit, it was a mad scramble. So <laughs> reaching out to people was, you weren't getting anywhere. People, you would reach out to them. They got let go. And it was like, all right, like, whoa, like what's going yeah. on? So like my biggest accomplishment, I don't think I could pinpoint it to one thing. I think it's a collection of things <laughs> because I was able to be like, all right, you know, I got this whole CRM of all these data points, dug into that CRM, found out the people to reach out to, and then continuously evolve from there. And mm-hmm. so, like, what I'm the most proud of is that I was able to stick to a system that I had developed, like, right in the beginning of March. And I was like, all right, if I follow this system, 
and could help me be successful, which led into the trainings that I booked, which led me into hitting the goal. And mm-hmm. I'm just really excited about that. The fact, I mean, the accomplishment is I was able to do that during a lot of emotional points. Like yep. there was obviously the new age Black Lives Matter movement. Yep. There was COVID. There was, hey, I'm I'm at home by myself. There was, I was in a long distance relationship. So I don't, I don't I'm not even seeing my girlfriend, yep. right? I can't go to music festivals and concerts and I had booked like eight different tickets and I had to go return those. And that was a sad yeah. day. So it's like, I felt like my biggest accomplishment was keeping a steady mindset and not losing my mind, to be honest. <laughs> yes. Like, like for yeah, me, man. like, like yeah. that is the biggest business accomplishment because at, at any point I could have got up one morning and been like, yo, I'm just, I'm done. Like mm-hmm. I actually just, I don't even want to do this anymore. And I, yeah. and I don't know how I can move forward. But I was like, if I stick to the system and do what I need to do, I can get it done. So that that to me is the biggest accomplishment that I was able to do this throughout all that madness and still get it done and stick to what I needed to stick to mm-hmm. and not knowing this was going to happen whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, none of us could plan for this, but yeah. I think it's how you react to it that matters, right? And you know, I mean, you can plan all, yeah, it's like Tyson's, you know, quote, you, you can have all the plans in the world until you get punched in the face, right? Yep. Like, whatever that quote is, and and everybody got punched in the face this year, and, and what was cool was, you know, for us, it was, what in the fuck was going on, and what do we do about this, so let's, it's all hands on deck. I actually think this, for us as a team, brought us closer because it wasn't oh morgan go hit your goal oh john go hit your goal oh you know on demand team hit your goal it was okay everybody's now at the same level like you know uh what do we what do we do like how can we get through this and we restructured we tried a bunch of different shit we failed wicked fast you know but then we also did I, i felt like you know i was proud of the fact that we were in a position to help a lot of people too Right. Because, I mean, everything locked up on us like people weren't like, I don't have budget for this. And so we were like, all right, let's just give you an hour of 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 free consulting, basically, like just straight Q&A to keep your teams motivated. And there was I mean, there was obviously there, you know, in the back of your head, there's that. OK, you know, I, I always believe in what goes around comes around. So for sure. I knew by doing some free stuff that eventually it would come around. But that wasn't the point. The point was there are people struggling out there and there are reps wondering what the fuck to do. And I remember looking at you, you know, and James and, and the team being like, look, we got to throw on our motivational hat here. Like the techniques, yes, but the motivation piece, we got to give these people something to look for and hold on to. Absolutely. And I, and I, you know, the, the emails and the feedback that we got through that period was pretty um, humbling in a lot of ways as, as far as uh, the appreciation factor for that, which I was, you know, really, really um, proud of, if you will. Yeah, yeah that that was that was really big, you know, just for people reaching out being like, Hey, you know, I saw that video and it's making me keep moving forward. Or, hey, you know, I just lost my job, but mm-hmm. this video makes me want to still stay in sales, even though I might want to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge piece of a driver for all of us that people were taking in our insights and our advice to move forward. And it's humbling because it's like, Hey, we're, we're doing the best we can. We don't even know what's yeah. going on and we're yeah. doing the best we can. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's, that's where, you know, I, I had a, a podcast with KD, um, the other yesterday. Yeah. He actually brought me on his podcast and, uh, he, I, you know, he's like, people label everything. So I'm going to label John. I'm like, 
what? He's like, I'm going to label you the realest motherfucking sales rep on the planet. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like <laughs> all right, man. But, but his, you know, but his point was like, like, you know, why is authenticity? I mean, a few years back at sales loft, I remember both of us getting off the stage and the feedback from people was not about the content that we shared with them, but was the realness of how we shared it. And both of us were like uncomfortable. We were like, wait a minute, what the fuck? <laughs> like yeah. what we, right. Like why, why is authenticity? Why is realness? So such a differentiator right now. And, and we talked about it, about, you know, us being in a very inauthentic world with, you know, Facebook and Instagram and everybody putting on this front that they're all got their shit together i don't know a single person out there that has their shit together including me so why why pretend like you do why not have a real conversation with people and just share shit that works and if it doesn't whatever and i think that that that's been that i think that was a huge part of of what we were about this year that gave people that like finally somebody's not talking down to us or finally somebody's not just filling it like telling us what to do and thinking you know everything's gonna be fucking rosy like no shit sucks how do we get through this? Let's work out, let's work on it together. And that's what, that was the fun part about it for me. I think so. it's, it's really hard for a lot of people to acknowledge that they don't know something because then mm -hmm. they feel devalued. One of the hardest yeah. things for me as a whole coming into my career was like, all right, like if I don't know something, uh, can I say no? Like, <laughs> can I have to make something up yep. and shout out to Gary Vee on this one. He was like, yeah, if you don't know something, you just say no. I remember right. him being in a Q&A and he was like, I don't know that next question. Nope. And everyone looked at him being like, Gary, like, you don't have the answer. He's like, no, I don't know anything about this topic. Next right. topic. <laughs> right. And, well, I think, and I think we're afraid. We're afraid to do that because if you're seen in a certain light, if you're the executive, the leader, the CEO, you, that title normally means, hey, you know everything. But it's all. But it, it really is. I know my lane and I know when to delegate pick yep. someone else out for that. So if someone's like, hey, I want to know more about senior leadership enablement, like, yo, I don't know that. Go talk to Roderick, right? right? Exactly. Like, yeah. And you need to be able to point to other people. <clears throat> and I feel like we don't do the best job of that. As humans, we're like, I need to know the answer where it's like, you know what? I have no idea what <laughs> yeah. that even is, uh, yep. but I know someone who does, yep. which shows the credibility. Or I'll go figure it out, right? Yep. I, I think that's where, you know, and, and I'll go back to Gary. He he did, you know, because early in my career, you know, I heard and I guess I bought into the fake it till you make it, right? Like, okay, like dress the role, you know, like I, I used to buy things I couldn't afford, so it would almost force, couldn't afford, so I, so it almost forced me to to do better, right? Yep. Um, it, it forced me to drive harder, so I could afford those things, right? But, you know, I mean, even sports, I think golf is probably where it's sunk in for me the most of fake it till you make it, like. Like do all those stupid things with your arms and keep your, you know, <laughs> and your shoulder through. And, and even though you look like an idiot, pretend like it's going to work. Right. Be, but, but that's like a muscle memory thing. So I understand it when it comes to golf, but I don't, I, I've, I've really come around on it because Gary like preaches fuck fake until you make it. Like that is absolute bullshit. Like figure it out until you make it. And, and I think that was that that resonated with me because I was like, yeah, and I'm not, like, I've never been able to fake it. First of all, I'm a terrible liar. Um, but second of all, like, to me, that takes too much effort to pretend like you are something that you're not. I mean, I got enough stress, man. In, like the stress of putting on a front to, to like, it, it, like I, I can't imagine. It's almost like like living two lives, right? You're, you're showing everybody this, but you are that. 
Yep. That's that's double the stress of just being <laughs> who the fuck you are. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You're Shit. you're you're having too many stories in your head. And I think it comes back to Gary Scissors as well. And I feel like everyone who's listening out there who wants to create a brand or whatever you're looking to do in terms of content, it's all about documenting your journey. The the yeah. journey is way more appealing than hey, I reached this end destination. If you think of any movie that you've watched and you really loved it if you think about lord of the rings you think about remember the titans like if you think about yep. these type of movies it's the reason you are so bought into it is because it's the journey like this team sucked or hey this person this character has no ability in anything right yep. but at the end it's like oh wow they made it yep. right but we saw the journey it's yep. not like oh hey for example michael jordan right the last dance if they would have said, said hey michael jordan won six times this is how awesome he is. You've been like, whatever. But you saw the journey. You saw him lose the Pistons. You saw him, all right, cool. I got to go get help. I got to go get Rodman out of Vegas, right? So, like, you saw this journey that he took, and you're like, yeah. all right, I respect Michael Jordan way more because I saw this journey. Rather yeah. than, hey, there's Michael Jordan who has six championships. It's like, here's Michael Jordan who had to change his mindset, play style, had to get a trainer, mm -hmm. and now you saw the progression and you saw the end results. Yeah. That's what people want to see. Not, hey, look at me. I know everything. And yeah. we all know you don't because we're all trying to figure it out. <laughs> and that's, yeah. And that, 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 that kind of struck me with like a lot when, you know, March, April, May, when people were like, you know, telling people what to do. Oh, to sell through. Like, I sell I'm, through COVID. I'm like, I'm like what? motherfuckers have no idea. I'm like, did you? And I, I always kind of joked around. I'm like, were you alive during the Black Plague, asshole? Because I wasn't. And I sure as shit didn't. And by the way, there wasn't technology back then. So nobody knows how to sell through this shit. Nobody knows what to do. Now, share, but to your point, share the journey. Like, if you figure something out that works, then tell people, hey, not I'm not telling you what to do. I'm telling you, I just did this, and it works. Yeah. That's, that, and that's funny, because it's funny you bring that up, because, uh, you know, with your podcast, uh, you know, going to be hitting next year, uh, like, really going double down on it. What, what's the um, what's the title yeah, the of one it? Off formula. The one-off one formula. So I, so I really like that. But my before we talked, my, my uh, thought for your podcast was going to be the journey. Like I want to like that the label it the journey, and having it be like what's your journey like what like talk talk to me about some of the things different that you've done that that people don't do to get to where you are right so, you know and that's I think you're spot on if if anybody's listening you know and they and they they're still trying to figure out the social selling thing don't just light up the fucking Instagram stories or whatever and just start telling people what you're going through and 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 what you're trying to figure out and and share with them the things you're trying and what's working and what's not like that type of stuff is what people care about uh, as opposed to the perfect you know whatever the hell it is that that shows you how great you are on your Instagram with your fucking bling bling and your you know whatever to, whatever you want to show people John and Morgan are really excited to get 2020 behind us, and who wouldn't be? With all that's happened in the last 365 days, 2021 is sure to be a brighter and more manageable year than the previous 365 days. That I can assure you. Don't forget to send us your sales wins at james at jbarrows.com to be highlighted on an episode of Make It Happen Mondays. Today, I want to give a shout out to all of our on-demand subscribers that have taken their career and development into their own hands by signing up to learn from our team. Through 2020, over 1,300 sales professionals joined JV Sales On Demand. Many of them have reached out to us and told us that they are now the top performing rep on their sales team. We thank each and every one of you for taking your sales role and your future into your own hands and trusting us to lead you up a path to sales success. 
Subscribe today at ondemand.jbarrows.com and change the way you prospect, change the way you close, start building that personal brand, and sell like a champion for your prospects and clients. The investment that you make now will make all your tomorrows better than all of your yesterdays. You're in control of your sales success. The potential that you have just needs process and structure, and this is where you'll find it. Sign up today. That URL again is ondemand.jbarrows.com, and we'll see you there. Make it happen. It is so crazy when you think about it in terms of, you know, the comment that you and Katie got, right? And you also think about it when it comes to prospecting, when someone yeah. posts on LinkedIn and be like, wow, yeah. this, this was so human. And it's like, wait, that's the, that's, that's the criteria. Like that's the, that's the pinnacle of yeah. what gets a response. And, it, and it's crazy to think about. Yeah. Yet at the same time, I do understand it because it's so easy to put messaging inside of a sales engagement tool. It's so yep. easy to do an automation on LinkedIn and just bash. It's easy to do. And it's also being asked to do. That's the other thing I keep coming back to. Everybody gives these reps shit for blasting out these things. I, I, I take it, it's obviously on them in a lot of ways, but it's also on leadership and management because leadership and management is forcing these kids to do 50, 100 activities or whatever it is, which forces the, the lack of personalization. You know what I mean? The, the the lack of empathy, the lack of 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 you know being a person about this. I mean, if if it was up to me, you know, each rep would have you know fifty accounts for the year that they need to get into, and and that's it. And you got to be strategic. You got to think about it. You got to be stra- you know. And your goal would be to get twenty of them, right? I mean, if you boiled it down, I I really do think if I gave if I was starting an organization now again, and I gave every AE three SDRs and a book of, you know, five, you know, 300 accounts a quarter, right. To just get hyper-focused on 3,600, right. So, so 300, yeah. So three, like one AE, three SDRs, 300 accounts per SDR, right. So 900 accounts for the AE, 300, that's a hundred a month, right. So you get a hundred accounts every single month. You break that down, that's four weeks, that's 25 accounts a week. And your goal is to learn as much as you can about those accounts. I mean, 25 accounts, that, that's five accounts a day. Yep. So what you're doing is you're spending half hour, 45 minutes on every account, doing research, being thoughtful about it. Like I would, I would put that model up against any model that is 100 dials a day, 100 activities a day to a mass audience or whatever it is. I would put that model up against any one of them and I bet you I would win in any organization, as long as the ACV was high enough, right? Yep. You know, and over 20 like Gs or whatever it is, it wasn't yeah. super transactional, whatever. I would put that squad up against anybody because it's just, it, it'll, pro- it'll, prove, it'll prove that quality matters way over quantity, even though I understand the balance and it frustrates me, so. And the thing is, is that a lot of people, and I want to talk about this, say that it requires too much time. Yet, if you really think about it, it's worth your time because you put out that post out there. What when you went to make? I don't know, it was like five months ago, I think something like that. And yeah, you the got four thousand emails, yeah. The, well, the two thousand emails, yeah. Yeah, well, you got no personalized notes, like no videos. Like I think yep. only two videos in your LinkedIn inbox. Yep. So when people say, "Oh, this takes a lot of time," it's like, well, it's worth it. I mean, <laughs> like yep. uh, it's definitely worth it because I've talked to multiple executives, brought them off to Morgan, and most emails that we see are F's and D's, and. Yep. We only have one A every single time. And people always ask me like, Morgan, we want to see more A's. And it's like, there's a reason you're not seeing A's because we can't find them. 
right. like, like we just it's cannot right. find them. So you can be an A because it's not as hard to stand out as you think it is. I mean, I, I don't want to go back on the riff, man, but it just goes back to the give a shit factor. It really does. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, and, and so I did want to tap, you know, your, I think the highlight for me, for you this year um, was, was finally seeing you actually make the transition to an AE. You know, I know you, you were for, cause you've been here with us, what, three years now? So three years now, yeah. Three years, right? So year one, you were, you were forced to. Right. In a lot of ways, do SDR work, AE work, training work, travel expenses, everything. So it was like, what in the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. Year two, it was like, OK, now I kind of understand the chaos and now I got to focus. But it was still, you know, not I don't think you caught that groove yet of being able to really be the the thoughtful AE that brings it through. And this year, I definitely saw it. And, and especially with the connection now of you delivering driving to close and being able to really hit that niche of that transition between that SDR and that AE. I mean, that that's what I'm hyped about for you for, for this year of seeing that growth in you. And then in the next year, the potential of that um, and where you can take this is going to be a fun ride. Yeah, absolutely. I would say that that transition, a lot of it had to do with taking the step back and listening to the calls and while listening to the calls paying close attention to how i started and closed the call Hmm. and i realized that i would start off the call not the strongest way to set the right intentions and i would not leave enough time at the end to close for next steps and i had to create a structure around how am I going to start this every single time? How am I going to close this every single time so that we can continuously add people? And then also as well, one thing that I started doing was I realized in meetings, and sometimes I do miss on this, and, and next year it's like every time, mm-hmm. you would bring an executive in, right? Or a decision maker would come in the conversation. And you yeah. would just assume that your champion would let them know what this conversation is about, yeah, right? You get on the call yeah, and they're yeah. like, why are we here? And then I'm like, what <laughs> like right. you didn't you didn't recap with the person we we're bringing in here at the time they're like i don't know why we're here i don't know what right. this is about and then you're like okay now i gotta re-explain this now i gotta go through discovery with you and then we end up losing traction mm-hmm. on that right so i i found that you have to coach every single person in the sales cycle whether sure. you like it or not you have to tell them hey like this is our next meeting here's the recap of this this is what we're about to go talk about this is what we're gonna do what yep. feedback do i need in this conversation does this person even know we're gonna have this conversation today like what does this person really like <laughs> like i realized you had to be super proactive with people because i always assume that they would just do that because they're in sales and they would recap this for me <laughs> and i realized that that was not the case no. <laughs> and i had to coach everyone along yeah. the way and yeah. be very diligent and but I, I think the probably the biggest transition I'm, I'm my question is going to go towards you too but my yeah. biggest transition in and making that was being so organized on my task and like making sure like all right cool like my task is here i got a task here and like mm-hmm. asking the harder questions which i'm not comfortable with and i'm comfortable with it now and yeah. saying hey like what happens if you don't make this decision mm-hmm. like cool all right like this sounds great but like what are the op- what are the obstacles yeah. or like okay, like this is our third conversation we've had and we have not looped anyone else in. Is this really happening? Like I've had to get comfortable in that where I've become a healthy skeptic Mm -hmm. until we see it done. 
So I'm, I'm curious here on your end, like, what did you see in that transition? They were like, okay, like I've, I'm finally seeing it. Um, I think it was when you, when you actually started delivering driving to close. I, th I think that's where I started paying more attention because because at first I was like, ah, all right, well, if you can find some clients that are already familiar with you, right, and make that transition and that type of stuff. And it was almost like you, it, you know, because you get the whole like cobbler's kids don't have shoes, right? Like, you, you know, you don't eat your own dog food, blah, blah, blah. You know, for instance, like I know the scorecard. I know you got the scorecard and we used it early, but you know, obviously we don't we we're we have and flow with it, obviously, with our forecast reviews. So we're not using it all the time because it's baked into me and and yeah. that type of stuff. But when you and same thing with some of the other stuff, we do it, but maybe not as we train it in some cases, right? For sure. Um so I think when you started to to I think the first time you delivered driving a close and you came back and you were like, yo, like that was fucking dope like i love doing that because of the interaction and, and i think you even said to me like it gave me a whole new appreciation for the scorecard and what we're doing in the training because when i and and everybody knows this it once once you can teach somebody something you learn it 10 times over mm -hmm. right like i can take a training all day long right and i'll be like okay that makes sense but it, yep. when i get to the point where i can actually train somebody else on how to do that not only am I have I reached a level that is pre hopefully pretty good, but sure. I will automatically go to another level because it's going to give me a different perspective on it. So, and I think that's where I saw that transition in you because I saw because and also that's kind of where your pipeline started to take back off. Now there was a lot of other factors there where pipeline was a little weak, obviously in Q two because of what was happening in Q three, sure. but it, it was almost like I bet you even if COVID didn't happen, your pipeline would have popped because there was this new focus this new like i get it now light bulb that that went off a little bit and I'm, i might be wrong but that's what my perception was there's a little bit of that i would say in and i will say though when in training it it gives you like a completely different angle to how you go about things because mm -hmm. then you realize that the questions that people are asking you are the same things that you struggle with and then you're like wow okay like this makes a lot more yep. sense. <laughs> also, at the same time, when I did the training, one of my gaps is that if someone asks me a question and it's related to discovery or prospecting, I can answer it. Mm -hmm. The thing is, a lot of it's in my head. Sometimes I fail to execute on it. I know it. It's just I don't. Yeah. Sometimes I just don't do it. Right. Same so with all of us, like you have way. it in your head, but you're like, and then as I was doing that training, I was like, what? Like. <laughs> All the stuff I'm answering, like, I should be consistently doing this. I just, for some reason, I'm not doing it. Like, why? So then I took a step back and then I was like, all right, it's because I don't have, I don't have a flow that I'm comfortable with. And also as well, if I know someone, I change it. If I don't know you, I change it. And I'm yeah. like, okay, moving forward. I don't care if I know you. I don't care. If <laughs> yeah. I don't care if like, you know, you're an alien. Like I'm going to yep. do the same thing every time. And that's where it really clicked for me because I sometimes lean too much on the relationship that I have yep. with that person. And I'm like, I don't really need to run discovery, mm. right? I don't really need to do the normal thing that I do. When I realize, like, no, every time I'm going to do what I need to do, yes, unless they do. get on the call and say, yeah. hey, look, like we already have, we got finance on the phone right now. <laughs> yeah. They're going to sign, right? Yeah. I'm going to run my same process over and over and over again. And 
I also did some like, not like a full drive in the clothes, but I did like discovery training with people. And the more I started to articulate, the more I was like, okay, I got this. Like why mm-hmm. I'm, what I'm missing out on is I'm just not doing these things mm-hmm. every single time. Sometimes I'll just, it'll just slip. Cause I'm just like, oh, okay. Like I won't push on this person. Right. Like they'll get back to me. And I realize like they don't. Nope. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> like no more of that moving forward. Yep. Let's just stick to it. And a lot of it was just systems of process because I realized like after training, like asking for referrals, like yeah. I should be doing that. Absolutely. That's part of the process now. Like reaching back out to people who we've done training with the past and going to sales navigator. Like yep. I hadn't set up a real system on that. Right. I know mm-hmm. to do it. It just wasn't as consistent as I like to be. And because I was at home, I was able to really build that out versus, oh, I'm tired, I've been traveling. Yeah, it's like, yeah. there really is not an excuse here. Like, yeah. let's just do this every single day so we can get there. And that was the big difference for me. And it made you, I'm guessing it made you a lot more efficient too, as far as with your time and everything else. It took a little while to probably put those systems together for you, but once those systems are in place, then it's just like, okay, I got this. I mean, we talk a lot about routine. Like once you have that routine and you just do the same shit all the time and allow for flexibility, obviously with adjustments or who you're talking to and everything else, but playing within that structure, you know, to me, it's like the busier I get, the more efficient I am because it forces me into that role. When I got time on my hands, I'm like, shit, I'm all over the place. I'm like, ah, what am I doing today? I don't know. But if I only got like 30 minutes to do something and I know I only got 30 minutes to do something, it's like, pow, if I got five to 10 meetings that day, I'm like, all right, agenda for every call, summary email for everything, structure the way I take my notes, go through my checklist. And and it just is this route thing now that it just, it just happens. And I think the the consistency is what people, I don't think what people understand is, uh, you know, consistency matters. Uh, you know, if you want to be your, your, your manager's best friend, be consistent, right? Hit your quote, like be, you don't have to blow your quarter out, your, your quota out every quarter, just consistently hit it. I, I would so much rather have a kid who hits their quota on a consistent basis than a kid who pops and like triples their quota in Q1, but then lays an egg in Q2 and then triples it in Q3 and lays an egg in Q4. Like oh, no. you don't like, you just have no idea how to, how to manage that, how to forecast it, how to any of that stuff. But that, that person who shows up every day and just does their fucking job and does it well consistently and tweaks and adjusts along the way. Those are the ones that succeed long-term. Might not be as flashy, might not be as sexy early on, but man, from a long-term standpoint, it, it's a it, it's a career builder. Well, that's what I was going to say is that it's taking a step back and not being the flashy sales rep where it's like, hey, I'm only going to do one channel or I'm only going to do one thing. It's like, okay, I got to do all these things. Like I'm doing emails and LinkedIn's, I'm doing videos, right? Yep. I'm reaching out to people to get the referrals, like any way that you want to build that pipeline is is necessary. And that's where I saw that big pop. I think a mm-hmm. lot of it had to do with the fact that because people were finally getting out of, hey, budgets are frozen, yeah, like yeah. that conversation was loosening up. I will play a fact into that. But yeah. a lot of it had to do with I'm getting up every single morning. I got to commit 45 minutes, an hour to do this because I know like if I do this, every single day it pans out like i just took a moment and like think about this right like if you did five personalized emails that's it for a month right so five times five 25 25 times 400 mm. and you did that for a year that's 1200 personalized emails now over time let's just say you had 10 you got 120 meetings not, off yeah, of that yeah. right 
over time though, that 10% should increase because you're going to get better. Yep. Right. So that 10% could be a 20, right. And now you're looking at 240. And so I just sat down one day and I just did that math and I was like, wait, instead of thinking about like, Hey, I got to do all these activities. I got this huge number to hit. It's like, if you think about it, can I just do this every day? Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, I can do this every day. Now, how do you do that? Okay, cool. Maybe it's 45 minutes, an hour, whatever. But if you do five to 10 personalized touches every single day for a whole year, it's going to be very, very hard for you not to your number, especially if you have inbound and you have an SDR, BDR supporting you. Mm-hmm. Like, it becomes a lot easier. And, I, and I've been thinking about things in that way. It's like, not how thinking about, hey, there's obviously the quarter of the month, but I'm thinking about what, what do I need to do like today? Yeah. Like, because if I could win the day, I could win week, month, quarter, year, etc. And so I had to bring it down for myself. But I think a lot of that has to play into the fact that we're not like this anymore. Yeah. It's it's like this, you yeah. know. So I'm able to be like, all right, let me process this because it was very difficult for me to prospect and travel because yeah, you got a full day of training, right? Yeah, yeah. So you got to some some days you got to get up at like three a.m. to even yeah. get all your emails answered before you go in the training. Now yeah. it's a it's a little bit easier where it's like, all right, like I could get up at 5 a.m. to six, yep. get this done, right? Yep. I don't even have to wor- I don't, I'm not on to worry about the prospecting for the rest of the day. Now I can go into the rest of the stuff, yep. which is doable for everyone. Yeah, and that's why I think that you know, time management now, hopefully people have settled into a spot now with this remote approach that yeah. like they got they get it. Like that routine of every morning getting up and doing a certain amount of things or yep. you know, and and not having the distractions of going out with friends or, you know, being hung over too much, right? Or whatever, <laughs> or traveling for us and, and having that ability to say, I got this, right? Now and I can book it. So for me, like I'm I'm looking forward to really baking in next year, like really structuring my schedule down. So I only do trainings on a certain amount of days. I get to go, you know, work out at least every day at a certain amount of time, right? Because I've been away from that. Um, but uh, but yeah, that consistency matters, that structure matters, that 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 to your point, the you know, I'm gonna say slow drip because we ain't slow here by any stretch, but it's you know, it's it's slower or it gives us more time. To, to appreciate going back to appreciate what you know the, the stuff that matters these days but also take the time to appreciate what matters and and do it the right way as opposed to just doing it because we got to do it and that's why i think i got stuck in a lot when i was traveling was i would do things just to do them you know i would send out a few emails just because i gotta get i gotta send out those few emails but i wouldn't make that connection of what, what the fuck am i sending these out you know what i mean like yeah let me let me take a step back and spend the extra minute or two to to personalize that to do you know to show that i gave it you know, look back through my notes about that conversation with that client so Right. Let's finish up with this. Uh, what are you looking forward to next year? What I'm looking forward to the most next year is this being the most holistic year that I've had. And so what I what I mean by that is that, you know, I'm going into John just talked about doing driving to close. So I'm really going to be focused on doing training for SDRs and BDRs who just got promoted to AE. I think there's a, there's a massive oh, gap huge, huge. And, and I want to be able to come in and solve that. So I'm fired up about that. And, but also as well, creating more quality content and, and doing it from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been doing sales content for the past five to six years, yep. but you know, with the podcast next year, the one up formula, like I'm going to be talking about nutrition and meditation. And I hate meditation. I'm going to figure out like how <laughs> I do how too, the, but I don't yeah, want to, like, I want to like I it. I hate it. I hate it. First two episodes, people are like meditation. And I'm like, all right, I got you. Like, I'll uh, do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, like 
kicking and screaming to do it, but like yeah. I'll do it. Let's see what it's about. But I've tried it and I'm like, I still don't get it. But but I think it's just because my brain moves at a like that's why I mean honestly, I kind of joked around I'm stoned, but yeah, part of the reason I I I I stone I get stoned is to literally slow my brain down. Yeah. So that because my brain moves like it just it's constantly like just firing. And if I don't do something, and I know probably people think it's unhealthy, whatever, um, but if I don't do something to kick into a different gear, my brain won't stop. Like, I'll sit there and stare at the ceiling all night long, thinking about all the shit that I got to do and all the ideas that I have and all that other stuff. Whereas I get stoned, I'm like, ah, right, now I can think about something different. <laughs> exactly. So. But the thing is, like, everyone needs that. Everyone has those different lanes they have to go to to, yep. to help themselves with whatever you're doing, right? And I want to learn more about that. So, mm. and, and creating that quality content and just doing something completely different from what other people are doing on LinkedIn right now. And, and, and mm. I'm really excited about that because there's so many, there's so many projects and initiatives that we're working on. It is crazy over here, yeah. but I'm really looking for next year to be like that holistic year where I look back on it during this time. And I'm like, no, I took consistent action on the things I told myself I would do. I proved out the things I wanted to prove out. And just like we talked about yesterday, John is, really having that focus aspirations yeah. and i want to be able to say like i remain focused for a year because i i can be all over the place and i know if i'm focused for a year like there's a lot that can be done so i'm really yeah. i'm really hoping to accomplish that holistic view really driving in that driving a closed program and getting really mm -hmm. tight on that and then also just creating this new content that we're creating and and what we got our team doing over here like i'm just i'm really excited for it yeah i'm looking forward to you and us broadening our audience yeah. and making a difference at a, at a, at a bigger level. And I, when I say that, um, you know, sales training obviously helps people execute and all that other stuff. And I think we, we bring a certain level of motivation and inspiration to the table when we train, it's just part of the job. Um, but uh, you know, we're, we're pretty single threaded, right? We're tech, we're tech SDRs, AEs, you know, that type of stuff. And I think there's a whole bigger audience out there that we can have an impact on, um, business owners, um, you know, any, you know, just from a mental standpoint, in a lot of ways of how to run a business, how to get through all the ups and downs and, you know, what are those things that make people special? That's why I love that one person, one upper thing. Um, but yeah, I think I think the we now have a potential. I've been doing this now for ten years, and you know I've never really thought I was going to grow the company as big as, as as we are right now. I thought it was just going to be me, but you keep seeing the opportunity to make a bigger and bigger difference, and it's like shit. I can't ignore that. Um, and and now that we have this platform that we do with this, you know, under our on demand and all the stuff that's going in there. I, I mean, I think it's honestly, a, it, it's somewhat limitless for us because we're yeah. also diversified. And this is also for other people to think about, like, not only I do, and as we talked, you know, agility is a huge factor in being able to pivot and, and, and not worry about what just happened, but worrying about what is happening and where you're going to go with this and adjust to be able to, to try to figure that out. But, you know, really thinking through what's the impact that you make and and what's your purpose what's your what's your why and and getting whole getting really centered on that to say this is a, this is why we're doing it and this is this is who we can impact so i that's what i'm really looking forward to not to mention the diversification like i was saying earlier mm. we're in a position now where it's not just single threaded it's not just me right and you know and great all right now you and me in professional services but now it's we got us we got professional services we got sponsorships and we got on demand 
So we got three layers here that we can pivot and adjust accordingly as things flow because there's no promises. I mean, I, I am extremely optimistic at a macro level. Um, and like, if you're listening to this and you get, this is going to piss you off, I don't fucking care. Those, these past four years have been fucking miserable. Everybody's been angry at each other. Everybody's been yelling. And there's one fucking person who's the, who is the, who's the reason for that. Now we have somebody in here and whether you're a Democrat or Republican, I don't give a shit. This person is obviously empathetic. He obviously cares about people. He's putting people in place that know what the fuck they're doing and can actually fix problems here and not just for themselves. And there's a vi there's an antivirus, you know, there's the, there's the vi vaccine coming down the road, right? Yep. So macro level, things are all pointing in the right direction, at least from my perspective. I know some other people don't think so, but if you take a step back and I think look at it objectively, you will see that there's it, it's brighter ahead of us than it is behind us. Yep. And uh, that layered on to, you know, the squad that we have now, you know, I mean, we did that team meeting on Monday and it was there's not a there's not a B player on the squad right now. You know what I mean? As far as the 10 of us. And so and, and what the, the opportunity we have to not only do some cool shit, but make an impact to me is is what's special about next year. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, 100%. All right, brother. Well, let's wrap this thing up. Uh, I'm pretty much shutting down. I know you are for the rest of the year, right? This is pretty much the last thing that you're doing. Yeah, I'm yeah. heading out to Whistler somewhere Whistler. in Canada. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna shut down. I got my birthday on Monday, and and like I'm legit turning everything off until uh, we we actually head out. I think it's January second or third. Uh, we're going to Aruba. Aruba, yeah, Aruba for two months. So this is this actually goes real quick. This this actually goes back to Kim forcing it. She was like, uh, "Fuck it." If you know, Charlotte's probably going to be remote anyways. She's still full time, but she's probably going to be remote come January because of how bad things are getting. Um, she's like, "Look, if we're going to be remote, might as well do it in a place that's warm as opposed to Boston." And uh, I mean, we just got a foot and a half of snow. I, you can't see it right now, but that is a foot and a half of snow outside my front door. And uh, I don't want to be, and that's, that's now that's not, I mean, February is usually the worst month for us. So yeah. let's see Aruba doing remote training or Boston <laughs> doing remote training. I think I'll choose Aruba. So we got a like, sick ass Airbnb, six bedroom, right? Uh, we're going to be chilling for two straight months uh, in Aruba. So anybody who's doing training with me in January and February, I'm hopefully be nice and tan or, or red at least uh, <laughs> and, and enjoying myself a little bit more and get my blood pressure down a little bit more just because of that alone so yeah you'd be chilling yeah <laughs> awesome man well look um any last words for everybody before we get we cut this thing done for the year yes so what i will say for everyone is to take a step back and figure out what your theme is going to be for next year um i just shared mine mm -hmm. and i want you all to truly think about that i've done it for the past three years and it's been really helpful for me to have a focus point for the rest of the year. I, I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. I think they're complete yeah, garbage. Yeah. And if someone says, here's my New Year's resolution, I'm like, yeah, you're not gonna even do that <laughs> for like three days. So a theme is just way better because it's not, there is no, it's not a goal, it's just a theme. You're always striving for it and you mm -hmm. always have that as the North Star. So that would be the last thing that I would encourage everyone to take a step back and do. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good point because I agree. I, look, I, I love goals too you know, writing down very specific things of what you want to get accomplished. But I think the theme overlays that, right? It's like, it's kind of like your why. It's like, why? Like, and I, I think you can probably correlate those two you things. Can. Like if you really sit down and think about your why, 
of why you do what you do, you know, where you want to go, then you can think of the theme that supports that. And then you think of goals that support that theme that help you then execute on a day-to-day basis, right? Exactly. So perfect, man. Well, look, uh, again, super psyched uh, and proud of everything that you've done this year and, and how you've grown. And I want to say thank you on, on my end for, for kicking ass and, and helping us get through this shit and, and being who you are. Uh, I love those emails that I get from, you know, from clients and from reps saying, yo, that training was incredible. Like Morgan changed my whole view on things. You know, those are those are my favorite ones to get. So keep them coming. All right. Yep, absolutely. And thank you. Yeah. always here man that's why uh like we talked about this is this is about a, i try to make this about as flat a organization as we can get right it, it, it's not like ceo tree down this is we're all on the same page here we're all working towards each in, individual goals but hopefully all that adds up to something a lot bigger for all of us so i'm, I'm glad to have you on the ride here i will i will i will add this because this is really important that, that you just said that and it mm. and it being flat is when whether you're at a small company or a big company, this has been really important to me and it's helped John and I's relationship is when you call someone, tell them why you're calling. <laughs> like this is this is this is just really yeah. important, right? Because yeah, yeah. yes, it can be flat, but yeah. still t- at the same time, you still are busy. Yeah, right. Absolutely. So that doesn't right? mean that I can just call you and just say, right. like, let's just wrap for 30 minutes because right. there are things going on. So I do want to add that point that if <laughs> yeah. you if, if your organization is hey, they're flat, like Make sure that when you call someone, you do have a reason why you're calling. Say, hey, look, I got I got five minutes for you, three minutes for you. Like that yep. will that will make you make you be way more appreciated in the organization. Absolutely. When you're able to value people's time. And I say, hey, yo, what up? I just want to talk to you for 30 minutes. Because yep. if you're talking to an executive or CEO, they're going to be nah. like, I don't have 30 minutes. <laughs> I mean, my that's patience, important. And I want to yeah. add I don't want to add that. That's critical. No, that's straight up. And that's straight because I get, and I'll just, you know, put myself in the position when I get a phone call from somebody and in the, even if it's a friend in the first one or two minutes, I'm, I'm sitting there wondering what the fuck do you want? Like, and these are like friends, you know, I mean, unless yeah. I like, a, you know, a scheduled call with my mom or something like that. That's a different story. But it's just like, what, even Kim, like, I'm like, why are you calling me? Like, what do you, like my, literally my wife, I'm like, what do you need? And she'll, she does the same thing. She'll be like, Hey, you know, I'm going to the store. This is what I need. Okay, good. Done, done, done. And then we can talk if we have time. But that whole, like, get to the fucking point, uh, is, is a big, and that's with clients. That's with internal, that's with friends, you know, don't get me wrong. I think it's always great to catch up with people, just rap, but make sure that that's the reason why you're calling is like, I just want to talk to you, man. See how you've been. Right. Oh, okay. Because then my brain shifts into a different gear. So it's a it's a really good point. All right, man. Well, look. Enjoy your time at Whistler. Uh, I know you're not a skier, so enjoy the uh, the atmosphere. Um, hey, vodka room and hot tubs. That's there what you go. That's follow nice. me on Instagram, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be chilling. That sounds fantastic <laughs> to me. And I'll, I'll be doing the same thing in Aruba. So I'll see you on the other side. All right. Absolutely. Awesome. All right, everybody. We'll hope you enjoyed the conversation. Look, um, I said it before and I'll say it again. And this year and this post is is probably the most important time to say it is, is no matter how bad your day or year went, there's always somebody out there who's having a worse day. There's always somebody out there who's in a worse position. So you never know when that smile, then when that, you know, text from somebody is going to make a real difference in somebody's life. So go out there and make somebody smile today because you can go home knowing you had a good day if you did that and you had a good year if you did that more than a few times. So thank you all for listening. We genuinely appreciate your support and everything. Hopefully we're bringing the value to you that, uh, that, that reciprocates for that. And uh, we look forward to seeing you all in the new year. Thank you all very much. Cheers. Cheers.
Well, it is all over. 2021 is here, and we are looking forward to this year being exciting, positive, and much less traumatizing than 2020. The lessons that we've learned, those that we've lost, and the chaos that we've all witnessed will never be forgotten. 2021 is sure to be the best year we've had in a long time. Don't miss this opportunity to sign up for JB Sales On Demand as you push for better sales results this year. Invest in yourself and build the skills that you need to be a stellar sales pro through 2021. Just visit ondemand.jbarrows.com to subscribe today. From all of us here at JB Sales, thank you for supporting us through 2020. Happy New Year. And remember, no matter what, we all have the choice and the ability to sell better. See you next week, everyone. Make it happen.